0: this episode was previously recorded on may 22nd of 2015 jim and aaron still have lunch every friday at 1 p.m eastern join club.baldmove.com
1: to watch these lunches live in real time and get access to lots of other premium content
0: What's up, everybody? It's another lunch with Jim and Aaron. Howdy! I don't know about you, but I had a Pop- Popeye's bonafide big box. Baby. Yeah,
1: you did, I saw you didn't eat half of it.
0: It was like, well, first of you, all, you picked
1: out the chicken and just went with that.
0: First of all, I got Cajun fries, but you don't carry ketchup, so how am I supposed to eat fries without ketchup? That's half of it. The biscuit. Okay. Uh, was horrifying.
1: I carry ketchup like I'm a store. Like I'm a <laughs> no,
0: yeah big box retailer yeah, here. Have, they just you have like four flavors of mustard and that's it for condiments, man. I'm a mustard guy. What can I say?
1: You I don't. I do are. not eat fries at home, like ever.
0: Hmm.
1: So I don't know you're why. I just do You don't do it, huh? You know, I don't eat a lot of places that give me fries. That mm. would try to
0: put fries in my mouth. That's true. I've I don't eat a lot of like traditional.
1: I ate burritos, I ate sandwiches. Dude, I upscale
0: eat... quick service restaurants. Your <laughs> your Qdoba's, your Chicoltes, your, yeah. your Jimmy Johns. It's not the McDonald's world. That's that's low class. Yeah, come on. What are we talking about <laughs> this week?
1: Apparently fast food. Um we had successful server I... migration last night. We did, yeah. So hopefully nobody noticed uh that we switched over to a new server last night. Except
0: for Facebook flood.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was messing with the feeds a little bit, trying to get those uh, those new individual uh, ad-free feeds set up—that's going to be helpful to a lot of people. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I got to reset my view settings because now I just did like two weeks ago. Finally got in that to hide all the extraneous stuff, and now poof, I got double the podcast feeds in my face. In my face. Um. So that yeah, that that oh, that went surprisingly about, easy. Yeah.
1: yeah, it did. Uh, there was a little bit of a hiccup switching over the domain, but. That's all it took. That
0: reminds me after we get off this, uh, horn here, I got to lower the time to lives on the server. Uh, something yes. a little bit more reasonable. Uh, let's see what else you mentioned that you, you went back to Indianapolis to visit some friends over weekend and you engaged in some, uh, strange behavior.
1: <laughs> well, I did a lot of drinking. That's not strange. Uh, no, that's, that's pretty normal for us. Uh, yeah, I went back. I visited my brother, visited some friends, and we went to Fountain Square. Did some duck pin bowling. I don't know if you're familiar with this. It's basically you know I've always wanted bowling to try, with small balls, but I've never
0: actually done it.
1: Really, you never done uh, it? Okay, mm-hmm. this was the first time I did it too. And uh,
0: the freakiest bowling experience I had was with you in Chicago, where we went to the place that still had manual. Ball, pin setting pin yeah, setting. yeah. Uh-huh. like you could see dude's legs walking back and forth the alleys and you could you could conceivably really hurt someone sure you could roll a second ball down that lane there's just a sign that says please don't for the safety <laughs> of our employees please and it's chicago so <laughs> but yeah that's like the one moral code that they respect they're not gonna, right they're not going to chuck right. a 15 pound ball at someone's ankles
1: i bet there's like a, a waiver you have to sign when you work there it really? says if you get balls to the leg, you're <laughs> you're not gonna you, you you gotta expect it. Maybe they're boots instead of steel toe, they're steel ankle. There
0: you go. It's like putting on a, a an elbow joint. It's just but, these forty
1: five pound boots. Yeah, solid steel.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd 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 wear it. It's protective yeah. equipment.
1: Uh, yeah. So I went duckpin bowling. It's uh, small balls and smaller pins. Um, what size are the little pins bit. like? They're probably like seventy percent of the size of regular pins. Wow! So that not, not much, not not too much smaller no. And what do you bowl with? Is it do you put your fingers uh, in it? Think of like a slightly bigger softball, uh, bigger with softball. no holes. You just palm it. Ah. Uh, and you you just go up there and roll it like a regular bowling ball. Now gutters and everything is the lane proportionally smaller. It, it is. It is a little bit thinner. Yeah. Is it proportionally?
0: Not shorter. As long? No, no, really, it's just as long. And is this, does this it have gutters?
1: Yeah, really. Yeah, it wasn't easy the first few times I threw. Like I'm, I'm a like 150 ish yeah, bowler. That's about where I live. I think I got like a 70 or something uh-huh. in this. I yeah. mean, it wasn't wasn't very high. Uh-huh. I, I won, but like <laughs> the the scoring on that is tough, and th- and the pins are arranged differently. So instead of like the their triangle? standard triangle. Like one, two, three, sort of thing. Yeah. Or one, two, three, four. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh,
0: There's 10 pins.
1: They've got, they have. It's five. No, no, no. Wait. It's 10 pins. It's 10 pins. It's so you got ten four pins. plus
0: three is seven plus. Yeah, you're right. There you go. Okay. One, two, three, four. Uh,
1: the two outmost, um, I guess, lines. So they're all lined up. Uh-huh. Like they aren't offset at all. They're all just straight lined up with each other. Um, and the middle row i guess has two pins in it the one to the right the ones to the right and left excuse me also have two pins in them and they're set back a a little bit it's not like a pentagram right it's not quite a triangle because then the there are two more outer uh rows which each have one pin in them hmm I feel like I should draw a diagram. We should put it up on the screen. It's like, yeah, what shit? Is it a shape motherfucker? Is it like a squid? A no, seahorse? If it's is it a like shape, a- I would say it's like a square? like a stealth fighter or something. Like there is kind of a point to the front, but it goes back and then it comes kind of back okay. up toward the front. Okay. So it's not an equilateral
0: triangle. It's more no. of an isosceles joint.
1: Yeah. Like take a triangle and the, the like is like this and uh-huh. then mash the backside in a little bit. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like a triangle behind yeah. a triangle. So what's the point of the different shape, do you think? Does it just make it harder? It seemed like it made it harder. Because really? like in bowling, in regular bowling, you bowl and you hit the front of a pin. You're at least going to knock a couple of them sure. over to the sides. But in this, there were several times where I rolled it. I hit a pin dead on. It would just take out that pin and the pin right behind it. Wow. And just go right through the group. Now, is the duck pin also
0: the, the pins are suspended by strings? Or is it actually <laughs> no. <have> a ma- <laughs> like a marionette duck pin? No, I've seen like a play. I've seen <laughs> they've got guys back there. Whoop, whoop! Oh, you missed. Instead of having to like the machine do it, it's just they're all loose. They're tied to strings that kind of hang limp, and when they're knocked down, then they they can still fall down sideways. But then the machine like just lifts them up, and then no, sets they're them back they're down.
1: gone. Between well, I mean, maybe that's how it works, but well, I think you'd notice that know. there are
0: strings. It's like a
1: probably and i like thought I didn't that's see what any duck strings. pin
0: bowling was but duck pin bowling is just literally smaller bowling
1: it seemed like it yeah huh it was cool though the the place we went is um right there on shelby street and it's, what's it like is it like a retro 50s type of is it? yeah it's it's a lot like a 50s place they have like a mm. pool table and then they have on the counter they had like a candy bar rack or whatever and the the advertising you could tell that the candy bar rack itself was from the 50s or mm. like maybe the late Late fifties, early sixties, because yeah. uh, it was like the Baby Ruth advertisement says now with more dextrose, and like you don't see people bragging about their dextrose right uh, what nowadays. Of, what kind of extra hideous chemical? is yeah. in there? I've got a picture of it. I should post it up on this uh, the show notes for this. Let's see what it's else cool. we want to. Did, I
0: mean, so my free time has been spent mostly in this week playing Destiny.
1: Oh, yeah. I haven't had a House lot of, of wolves,
0: it, but House of Wolves dropped. I thought I might. I don't know if, if you're interested in talking a little bit about that. Um, sure. I'd like to hear what
1: it's all about. Oh, here we go. There's like a new mode or something.
0: <laughs> Tyler Shumway, uh, oh, okay. my buddy Shum, he's he's there for me, he says, have you played much House of Wolves yet? And how do you like it? So it's weird when I, I was a Christmas kindergarten and kindergarten yeah like that's when i first started playing destiny then they they kind of got it like day one
1: there's a term yeah for that kindergarten, kindergarten.
0: yeah when you see like a level three running out in the patrols of, oh, of earth man. and he's wearing this shitty basic armor and it's like oh yeah and he's really struggling to put away those dregs and you can just <laughs> like come in there with like a nova bomb and blow their fucking minds um it's always fun okay but anyway uh the Dark Below, which is the last expansion, already dropped, and I guess there was a massive uproar because it was just seen as a widely seen as a disappointment. Because yeah, not a lot of content in it. Not a lot of content on it. There was a lot of a grind. It looks like they seem seemingly increased a lot of grindy aspects of the stuff, but but great. they also fixed others. Like they fixed loot, great drops, and a bunch of other stuff. House of Wolves. It seems like people fucking love it. Mm-hmm. I I blitzed through the campaign. I started playing about seven thirty Tuesday night, and I was done with it by like 1130 and i played i played it and when it gave me the option to at the hardest level except for the um the prison of elders because by the time i got there you have to play the level 28 to unlock everything else and by the time i got through with that i was out of time Hmm. Um, well i wasn't out of time i was just out of fucking energy (laughs) that's about the the collapse yeah but i think it's cool um they've eliminated a lot of the grindy stuff. Like you know, uh, whenever you get like armor or weapons that you'd have a bunch of little blisters that you have to fill up with like experience points before you can unlock those abilities. Mm -hmm. And in between the stuff that's really interesting and sweet that you want, there's like all these damage upgrades Mm -hmm. that shit's gone. Mm -hmm. Like you just have the bubbles that you have the exciting perks to unlock. And there's a one time only thing called Ascension where you pay I don't know, for, like, exotic, you gotta pay, like, one exotic shard, 25 of some material, and, like, 250 glimmer. And it automatically takes you to the max stats for year one destiny. And you can do that, like, mm-hmm. if you've got, like, a pa- favorite pair of legendary gear from any of the expansions before, anything that's legendary, anything that's purples is uh, qualified for that ascension. Okay. So instead of, like, the old way, you took a dessert, paid a strange coin, and an exotic, and he would, um upgrade it to the max and hand it back to you but then you had to level it up all over again
1: ah. which is
0: a double-edged sword because it's fucking pain and ass to level up now you have to do it all over again mm-hmm. so this you just pay the price and boom it just takes you up to the next level so it's okay cool there's a lot it feels like there's a lot more new enemy types uh, a whole bunch of new uh, like um what are those the shanks there's yeah, like yeah. four different new types there's exploder shanks and repeater shanks and they're like little fuckers. Um, I thought the strike was really fun. Uh, you've never played Vault of Glass, Mm-mm. but one of the plot lines is the Fallen are, you know, this. So the plot of it is like, you know, the, uh, the, the, the queen that lives out in the reef, she conquered one of the houses of the, the Fallen, the house of wolves. And okay. they're now, she holds, she holds their leaders in prison and they kind of like serve her as their, they call it the Kel. That's what their King is. Um the ringleader busted out. And, right. that, and and decided he was going to go and try to take over the other fallen houses to reunite them as the Kell of Kells, and then try to because they've always been um trying to take over Earth. And there's a lot of really interesting lore that's come to light about why that is. Um, but at one point they try to get their hands on Vex technology and they, they invade the Vault of Glass, and you have to follow them in there. And it's just really cool to be playing that in a non-raid situation hmm. with like Fallen running everywhere. Okay. Oh, this just really interesting. There's a new vehicle type. There's a heavy pike, which is a lot of fun. It's just got, it's like new a vehicle
1: type, huh? Yeah.
0: Um, You know, like, have you ever rid the other, the old pikes or the, like the giant speeder bikes with the, the arc bolt energy
1: things? I arc bolt energy. Yeah. I, I don't I, I remember, like, there were tanks and there were these slightly bigger things, um, which shot kind of, like, balls of something yeah, out that's, of them. That's, that the, what you're talking that's about? the pike. Now they got a okay. heavy
0: pike, which is a bigger, more heavily armored version that can also shoot those, like, bouncy blue mines out hmm. in addition to the other stuff. Um, I don't know, and the Prison of Elders is fun. It's, like, with the horde mode that everyone thought it was, like, there's five, five waves of three rounds apiece. And you're dropped into this room in the center and a, one of the doors opens up and you go in there and there's four doors and there's four unique environments based on whether it's Cabal or Hive or Fallen or Vex. And you go in there and and each, each round you get a, a standard buff, one buff or one debuff, like uh, they'll say... Small arms and primary weapons are favored so now they're dealing three times the damage and mm-hmm. everything else is normal or um, on the other hand they got like exposed which your shields don't regenerate so that's a, that's a tough one okay and while you're doing waves sometimes like a random objective will happen like you have to de- defuse three mines in 30 seconds or the whole arena explodes
1: <laughs> all right um which is i always think
0: it's funny to try to put this into like game mechanics like what the fuck are we doing down here we're going into this prison complex and Mm -hmm. we're slaughtering inmates for no other reason than the queen's amusement and our own our our, our own reward or there'll be something like a big boss type guy will spawn on one end of the arena and there'll be an objective that he tries to get to Mm -hmm. and if you don't kill him before he makes that objective then again the arena explodes you die the fifth round is like this boss round where it's all centered around one of their big boss type dudes. And you got um, a bunch of
1: peons running around, annoying. Yeah,
0: me. yeah. Once yeah. once you defeat it, this you go back to the central room and the floor drops open and you go down this long shaft into. I swear to God, it's Uncle Scrooge's money bin. <laughs> it is this room that is just filled with an ocean of gold, like in big mountains and waves and like dunes of it. Uh, it's just this over the top crazy fucking thing. And there's three treasure chests in it. and okay. the, the first, the, the two small ones you can open and they've got like legendaries and other stuff, but the middle one is like a guaranteed chance of an exotic. But you have to have a treasure key for it. That's a random drop on, I think, some of these Prison of Elders things. Or you can also grind them out and patrol. Hmm. But mm-hmm. I got, like, I felt like Destiny made a rain on me last week, man. I got like five or six new legendaries. You got one just for completing hmm. the fucking quest. Like three new exotics. It was pretty awesome. I'm I'm looking nice. forward to playing some Prison of Elders a lot this weekend.
1: Yeah, I think that's going to bring some renewed fervor to Destiny. A lot of people I know have fallen off of it. Mm-hmm. I haven't played it in a real long time either. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to get House Wolves yet, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, it's um what what's cool about the Prison of Elders is it's a lot more accessible. You don't need six dudes. Yeah, and also like the. The raids you never can tell because sometimes it goes smooth and sometimes, you know, people are drunk or whatever and it doesn't go. It it can be like anywhere from 45 minutes to three hours. And you and and like then there's the (laughs) like people want to do three times in a row, whereas the Prison of Elders is like 30, 40 minutes. You know, you're going to get through it in time unless you're trying to do like play a 35 level as a 32 or something crazy like that. Yeah, yeah. how high do
1: the levels go now
0: 35 well the your light level can go up to 34 but the final prison of elders is 35 which is oh okay
1: so the bad guys are 35 bad
0: guys are 35 so you're doing a third they're doing two-thirds more damage to you and your damage to them is lessened by two-thirds so it's like really fighting that's the reason i never played hard mode crota because like it's 33 and i was usually 31 and it was just brutally hard um Hmm. And not hard in like the fun way. Hard and like, yeah, oh my like god, I shot sponge. this guy with four clips of ammo, and he still has a little bit left to go. But yeah, yeah um, But no, it's, it's 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 fun. They've they've added the ability to like convert almost every unit of currency into another one. So like, it's huh. the okay. days of like having stacks of one thing and none of the other are gone. And it just, I don't know, I. I always thought when they said like we don't intend people to have to grind that they were being disingenuous because it seems like that's how they keep you going at the MMOs. It's it's grind, um, so it'll be really interesting to see if people this gives them another two or three months with the gameplay or whether they're going to play it for two or three weeks and then mm-hmm. get bored with it.
1: Yeah, that's the trouble with MMOs, right? I mean, right. Players are always going to grind through stuff faster than you can make it. I think here's what they they decided to
0: replace it with because. So now any legendary equipment or above can be reforged by the correct armor or, um, you know, the weapons guy. And what that does is essentially it randomizes all the different perks the guns got.
1: Hmm, So I'm
0: hearing tell of a lot of people grinding so they can reforge a gun 50 times to try to get the perfect combination of perks to make it the ultimate weapon.
1: Yeah. But that's like
0: optional grind. So like if a top tier player wants to spend three hours trying to get the ultimate gun for PVP. To me, that's a great solution to keep the guys in and but it doesn't punish the casuals like me. You're like, wow, I got this exotic. It's going to take me a week and a half to fucking level it up. Yeah. yeah. That's not fun. Like (laughs) I've got this gun so I can make, do awesome things with it. Not so I could suck with it long enough to get good with it. Yeah, Yeah.
1: sure. Uh, Sounds cool. I like the, the introduction of the horde mode. That's a a good, good thing to add.
0: Yeah. But yeah, there's a really, a lot of really cool lore. There's like nine new, um, like, dead ghosts that you can get, like, different story background and hmm. strong hints that the fallen are actually the race that the Guardian visited before humanity. Okay. And that the Traveler, like, completely abandoned them at some point that led them to a collapse. And there's also hmm. some evidence that I talked about this that Rasputin, the supercomputer. I mentioned that, that there is a lot of stuff in the War* to suggest that the supercomputer actually sold out humanity to okay. save humanity. Hmm. Yeah. There's stuff in the the current school of thought is that actually what Rasputin did is divert all the solar this traveler tried to abandon us and he diverted all the planetary and solar system defenses to like give it a, a just to damage it enough that it couldn't do that. And now the traveler's stuck here and it has to repel the darkness. And the yeah. evidence of that is there's massive scarring and damage to the underside of the, the traveler to point that faces sure, the yeah. earth. And I remember you, seeing that. You see it in the earth, the Mars cutscene it's a pristine white orb. So huh. something fucked it up and yeah. some people are thinking that that Rasput made a calculation. <laughs> It's like well, if I stop if I stop protecting the earth for one moment and, de- and and devote everything to the traveler, I can damage it but then 90% of the population are going to be wiped out because <laughs> I'm taking my eye off the ball. It's really I like I said, it's really like out there sci fi stuff that I'm i okay. loving.
1: Sounds interesting.
0: All right. I could go for another two, three hours if people oh, want. Oh, I know. I, I fucking love this game. <laughs> uh, but we should probably go through what's else in the QA bin. Uh Mike P wants to know what other MMOs have you played before? My answer is zero because uh there's a reason M-mophobia. I don't take there's a reason I don't take heroin. And I wasn't going to play this one. <laughs> it's not because you don't think you'd like it. <laughs> no, nope, nope. It's not because I don't think I would like it. Um, I've always stayed away because I'm like, man, there's just no way. I got, I've got, uh, you know, people I care about and a job I have to take seriously, and not, none of that's changed. But uh, I it forces me to play casually, which is interesting. But uh, and I get to play. I also my son is into it, so we get to
1: play uh-huh. a lot together. So it's kind of like bonding time. <laughs> um yeah i wonder you know did you play a lot of like public server minecraft no, or did you play a lot of
0: private stuff? private server okay because i couldn't stand because i'm gonna say that's a shit. lot like an mmo
1: yeah that's true that's true it's just a less structured mmo
0: and i played like you know i have played a lot a lot of first person shooters in the in, back in my day yeah yeah but this is the first kind of platform shooter i've really gotten into like all the competitive aspects and this week is the first trials of osiris which is uh, like an invitation only um, three on three rumble mode,
1: invitation really, only.
0: Well, so you, the way it works is you ran. You, there's as you play the game, you'll probably get like one a week if you're a casual player. But you get this thing called a passage token ah. that you take to this brother of Osiris, and he's like this monk kind of like faceless man type figure, mm-hmm. and he gives you a passage card, and and it's got ten win slots on it and three loss slots, and you can play until you lose 3 in a row and then your your card gets destroyed and that you're done for weekend.
1: Okay. But if you get to 10, what do you get?
0: Well, so like the as the thing gets filled up with the wins, you can turn it in and at you, oh, you can opt more. out at any moment. You, you can opt like, out at any moment, them, but you get a lesser losses. reward when you yeah. turn it in. So okay. it's like one of those risk of ruin. Yeah. You got two losses and five wins. Do you try to play again to get the six win option, or are you just like sure. it's leaf- zombie be leaf- Good enough, yeah. Essentially, <laughs> only you have to spend five, you know, five to ten minutes playing the game to to resolve around. Oh, okay, that's not so
1: bad. But I I'm like, be like an hour.
0: exactly middle of the road at this point. Like I'm my KDR is like one. I kill about as many guys as as okay. they kill me, and that's I don't know what the, how that will translate in in Osiris mode. Hmm. Because that's also a 1.0 kill KDR that I'm carrying through Iron, because I only play during Iron Banner, which is already kind of the better players. Ah, so like I don't know if that will, like if this is going to be one more tier, more badasses, and I'm just going to get my ass torn
1: up or what. Well, I also have to think that you're probably now you're probably better than a 1.0, just like a standard one, because in the beginning you get your ass kicked, right? Sure. And then you get better and better. Yeah. So you're working your way back up from a low KDR.
0: Yeah. The other thing is it's uh, no matchmaking, so you have to bring your friends, which is, uh-huh. uh, you know, it's going to be mostly coordinated fire teams. It's bad, but also, you know, not everyone has superstar, like everybody's top tier, so there might be. Sure. I don't know. I just don't know how it's going to shake out. Have you? have well, you have, the, you have, have a big-ass pool
1: of bald move fans to choose from. I do. So. I have,
0: like, 300 fans at this point. that yeah. uh, I'll have, just have to have tryouts sure but um what what what's your mmo experience
1: uh i've played a few i played uh wow back when it you was were a first. wow player yeah when it first came out huh. i was like wow this sounds like the coolest thing ever yeah uh and it was for a while but you know it turns into what people don't like about mmos after a while too uh i never got super high level i was never doing like raids or anything like that yeah um but i, I hung out in that world for a few months took a hiatus from that and then maybe three or four years later came back to it after Lich King came out I I can't even remember um but yeah I haven't played that in a long time I also played Conan the Barbarian that was a really bad MMO huh it had some interesting combat stuff but other than that it was pretty bad yeah my buddy Matt liked to play that
0: yeah Matt and the DDO was... is
1: his big thing right now DDO Dungeons and
0: Dragons online oh yeah I haven't played that or maybe it's D and D D-O, I don't know I don't know
1: uh, I'm trying to think of other MMOs I've played. Was Conan
0: I... free-to-play?
1: No, no. Really? Because that's such so. a small
0: franchise. I wouldn't think it would sustain an audience. How long did it last? <laughs> this was
1: back when there weren't really free-to-play games.
0: Oh, because that like free-to-play essentially was what dying MMOs invented.
1: Yeah. Well, we're going out yeah. of
0: business. Might as well see if
1: we can get people to buy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh yeah uh, how long did conan stay Cause I, I, that feels
0: like such a flash in the pan
1: i won't say it was a couple of years really uh, i played star wars galaxies that's the other one i played now you know i what? got into the beta of that
0: i heard that star wars galaxy sucked but then i also saw a reddit thread where they're kind of eulogizing it a couple weeks ago where they're saying the final iteration of star wars galaxies was maybe the best mmo ever huh like if you stuck with it and you played it and all that it's like that it was really really fun and really really deep and immersive But yeah i
1: didn't play it that long i yeah. like the the promise of like being able to build a city effectively uh-huh. was kind of what drew me in and that being star wars sure. and like i just thought it was going to be cooler than the rest of them and i played the beta and like i just never i never bought it when it came out
0: interesting well, I, I spent I literally like that was my biggest temptation. <laughs> that was my biggest temptation. Star Wars Galaxies. I'm like, God yeah, damn I, I can see why. Yeah.
1: I mean, back when it came out, huge Star Wars fans. Because right? it's like, like
0: I loved like, X Wing versus Star versus uh, TIE Fighter. I loved all of the like first person shooter versions of like yeah. the Dark Forces, Jedi Knight, all that stuff. I love Star Wars and like a persistent universe where I can Yeah take a x-wing to another planet land and cut stuff down with lightsabers
1: like fuck yeah that's the hilarious thing of it so i got into the beta and i <laughs> i wanted to preserve uh my my experience of the universe at large oh wait for i might be the... decoding some Jim bullshit here in a minute. <laughs> it totally is but i kind of did it to fuck with peter okay because, the, because peter the, the, the decoding process is coming into focus like if if I was into this game, and I was, I was uh-huh. I was big on it. I was like, oh uh-huh. my God, this is going to be the best thing ever. <laughs> Peter was 10 times as into it as I was. He was like, he couldn't believe that there was a Star Wars MMO coming out. He was talking about it every second. That's your MO.
0: You always want to make sure you're slightly less into the things that your friends are around. That way, you can take pot shots with cover.
1: Sure, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I, w- I want to get you back, but there's nothing that uh-huh. you're quite passionate enough about. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was 10 times more into it. And so, he didn't have a computer at the time. His mom wouldn't let him get a computer because right. the evil internet. Whole
0: Jehovah's Witness thing.
1: Yeah. And so like he was super jealous that I got into the beta. Like super <laughs> fucking jealous. Uh he it was he, that. So this was back in the day. Yeah. Well, I think it was like 99 maybe. Holy shit. It was way back wow. in the day. I don't know when Star Wars Galaxies came out. Wow. Um, but <laughs> anyway, he, he was super jealous. And so
0: I what set it up on my do? computer
1: and I refused. I started on Moss Eisley and I refused to leave Tatooine. I refused. I was like, no, I want to wait until the final experience is ready. And then I'll go out and I'll see all the cool things in the world. Cause I mean, Tatooine's a fucking desert. There's nothing to see there. You're just trolling. And then I went, I took my character and I said, I'm going to become, uh, essentially, um, what's his name? Grebo or whatever his name is in the Greedo max, Max Rebo. I said, I'm going to be max Rebo. And I went into the cantina and I played my flute for like, hours uh-huh. and he would be so angry because i was sitting there on my computer playing my game <laughs> in front of him and i was playing a fucking flute and what dancing in did the game you do, how
0: could the enjoyment of tormenting this man outweigh the did, boredom man. of
1: your own because as soon as he left you did the really cool shit right no no i never did it i never did it i i stayed on tattooing the whole time now i went out and i hunted Can you, understand you know this, rats.
0: this man i don't understand this man
1: it was so much fun, man. It was so much fun t- just torturing him. Oh man, that's good oh, stuff. Oh
0: god, yeah. I it don't was ever amazing. Want to fuck with you. That's insane. I can
1: be evil sometimes, but it that's was a lot insane. of fun. Whew. Okay, well there.
0: There's your uh, MMO experience. That's Star Wars Galaxy. That's a resume. He has, came out in
1: 2003. He has
0: World of Warcraft and Trolling Peter. That's his MMO.
1: It must have been like 2001 that I was playing this. Because it was the beta, like I said. It wasn't released until 2003, though, which is crazy. Uh, Dan G wants to know,
0: are you guys both up to date with Hardcore History? Blueprint now. Such a great series. I am. Nope.
1: I, f- I polished <laughs> it off the first week, and it was good. See, I... I save mine. Like it's futile. It's it's like a drop of water in the desert, man. It's like it's like sand and water world. Like I just I treasure. But I, I, I can't follow the thread as much. Okay. So here's the interesting thing. But how do you? I mean, it's the exact same amount of time between them. Like whether you listen to it the day it comes out or later on. But what I'm I, saying I get it, is, I can take
0: uh, if I listen to like four hours over to sp- or five hours over the space of a week, I can retain the thread that he's trying to tell me, like I can see, Oh, this is the leader and this is the opposition. And these are these factions and this is what's going on in Russia. Whereas if I listen to it spaced out over two months, like I, and he'll start talking about somebody that I, I can't.
1: Oh, I don't, I don't do that. I just, I don't listen to it right away when it comes out. Oh, I don't feel any need to. Okay. There's like no That's pressure because I know he's not going to have another one out for like three months.
0: I get that, but it's also like a notifier icon in my podcaster. And what am I going to do? Just ignore it?
1: I have like There's a hundred different podcasts on my There's list. A so yeah, yeah,
0: I always have a notifier. It was good. And also it was the last of his free content. So I decided I was going to go back in his archive and start buying shit. So is this something <laughs> you'd like to share with the class? Let's...
1: No, I'm just reading Shane's okay. comments.
0: Sorry. Um, What was I saying about this? God damn it, you've derailed me.
1: Hardcore history. Oh, I went back to get the
0: fall of the Roman Republic. Or death death throes of the Roman Some, Republic. Something like that, yeah. I'm not liking it at all. Really? Why not? Well, first of all, they're like an hour and a half chunks. Um, mm-hmm. But they feel much longer. And the Roman names are very similar sounding. <laughs> they're wheelbarrows. Especially as you go through the generations. Yeah, they are. They really are. And it seems like... like I was in the third chapter before I realized I was like what the is the fuck what is the fucking point? I just couldn't hmm. relate to anything and none of the individual stories were cool enough. It's just essentially what happened is Roman like praetors figured out that there was no real rules keeping them from like marching armies into Rome. That was sure. just like a handshake agreement five hundred years ago. And it's like, hey, hey, if we're gonna make generals political leaders, it'd be really cool if you don't use the armies to like take over the shit uh, when you're losing or you're out of power or you're lost an election. Well, these one dudes decided like, you know what? I'm not going to give up the reins after two years. And here comes the Roman legions that are loyal personally to me and like how that destroyed Rome. But so you just,
1: you just look at it all as one grand bad idea from the start. Th- that's the thing. It's like, it's, it's like, it's um, <laughs> like you didn't see this coming.
0: Well, it's just, I don't know, like, World War II, there's a lot of reversals, and like, you know, it's kind of like I know who won, but up until World this War last... Thing, World War World War One, Okay. But up until this last thing, it's like there was still some, like, very interesting twists and turns, and like, you know... Yeah, like maybe Germany could have defeated the Allies if this, this, and this had gone right, or if the United mm. States had not entered the war to a or certain they point,
1: hadn't or, you know at the very start underestimated, or if the Russian
0: Revolution hadn't happened in the middle of this whole thing. I mean, there's sure. a lot of like really interesting things I didn't know anything about. Whereas this mm. is like, okay, this is an entirely predictable sequence of events, and yes, it's unfolding exactly how I'd expect. Okay. So I and I think part of it is just like I can't engage in the names and I find myself like he's talked for five minutes and I've like zoned out and that's not cool. But that's the first time I've ever, ever experienced with that before. I also purchased a Prophets of Doom episode, which was Ah. spellbinding from start to finish. Yep. That's the one that hooked me, man. Incredible. Incredible. Because that was like, yes, everything was proceeding what I would expect it, except for way more weirder and horrific.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like how you can keep those people under that spell, yeah. While their very lives are threatened, plus to the I, I they liked, were.
0: I liked how he's like, I'm going to tell you how this ends, and you're going to think this is like the most extreme, crazy shit you've ever heard, yeah.
1: But when I get to the end, you'll, you'll understand. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. that's that's the thing that he does so great, right? Yeah. He gets you in the heads of the people, yeah, of the time. Sure, I mean that's that that's what separates him from. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't like Crash Course history because I don't process information that quickly. Mm. Um, I th- They show me something, and I have immediately lost it from my brain 30 mm-hmm. seconds later because uh, j- there's just no impact of it. That's It's all just like boom, 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 down the line. I find I retain a lot of the Crash Course stuff. Really? Um, I, see, I, I like watch Dan watch Carlin painting months, a picture. Yeah, like, no, I mean. When they're... he encourages me to envision what's going on rather than yeah. just saying here's what happened. Well, it's it's tough because John Green takes you from uh,
0: pre-civilization to to 20th century in the course of four and a half hours. Yeah. Dan Carlin takes you through a four-year war uh-huh. in four and a half hours in, 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 in 20 in, hours yeah, or 16, 30
1: and whatever hours it is. or
0: something. So it's uh-huh. there's different strengths or weaknesses. But for um, sure, I,
1: my my style is just more tailored to Dan sure, Carlin. Sure. No, I can see that.
0: Um, okay, so that was the Dan Carlin stuff. Let's see what else we got. Okay. Shane B. wants to know what shows are in the summer casting schedule.
1: Whatever comes up. Well, I mean, we know Detective. True
0: Detective is coming out in June. We know Fear the Walking Dead is coming out in June.
1: Yeah, we're going to promise True Detective, right? Yeah. That's for sure. That's we're, for sure. We're definitely doing season two of that. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead versus, like I don't know, is Hannibal coming out? I know Hannibal's coming out. Uh, there's probably some Fargo no. later on. Well, yeah, no. maybe.
0: But for just summer. Um, the other thing on the summer schedule we're going to fit in is Breaking Bad Season 3.
1: Yeah, like to.
0: And then also I've see got the whole, the whole series of Mad Men retrospectives, which I have no idea if those, like... I'm going to commit to doing them all because I'm going to watch them all anyway, and why not? But I'm very curious to see how they do traffic-wise.
1: Probably not well.
0: Yeah. Is my guess. But like I said, it's more of a completionist thing. Like... I feel bad that we have four seasons missing in coverage. So if I have a retrospective for all seven seasons, it kind of puts a neat little bow on my thoughts on it. Then I feel like that is somehow a complete feed. Hmm. And I I just don't ever see us going back and doing all four seasons. Like it may be when we experience the heat death of the golden age of television universe
1: <laughs> and we're huddled we're together. Then yeah, we could
0: yeah. do, we could do that. Um, but it's, it's, there's so many things I'd rather do. And there's so much new stuff yeah. coming out that, um, so here's the th- I wanted to mention this. I'm, I'm going to talk about it on air. I was talking, I was articulating about why I didn't want to do Fear the Walking Dead, like at least right up. But you know, the main reason is feedback. Will you fucking do feedback for Fear the Walking Dead?
1: Sure, if you do the outline done you direct the podcast done do the deal feedback. done deal i need a break right. from feedback okay it's I, like i, I felt i felt
0: like i've been drowning in feedback for like eight months now and i'm no. starting to have a nervous breakdown about it okay this this That's rape Palooza week has really broken me oh yeah
1: oh jesus christ sure i'll, I'll do uh feedback for that doesn't sound bad. All right. Done done deal, my friend. <laughs> Sounds like an easy job. <laughs> That's actually...
0: We, we actually, next week, is one of the things we're sitting down to like get the calendars out and plan out what's going on because we've kind of been like, la, 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 na, na, let's get through the early part of the year. And it still feels just as crazy for me because right now we're doing... Mad Men and Game of Thrones and spoiler shit, which is another eight to twelve hours of my time, and True Detective and the Commission podcast. So I feel like I'm roughly as busy as I was when we were doing four shows a week. So yeah, I feel less so because I'm
1: not doing the spoiler stuff. But well, yeah, now that we're losing Mad Men, it's time to figure out where we're going,
0: and we are. So we'll have more on that next week, probably. Let's see. Uh, Justin K says, have you guys seen Mad Max?
1: That was actually something I was thinking about uh, doing today. The, so there's a remake coming out, right? It's out. It's out? I haven't seen people it. Say is that incredible. what he's talking about? Because yes. I saw the original Mad Max. So I fucking hated it. Yes. I thought it was so, terrible. This is
0: Tom Hardy and uh, South African blonde, really attractive. Charlize Theron oh, is in okay. it. And people have been raving about how good it is. So
1: Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm open to it. I, I don't know. I've uh, liked
0: the last few things. Like, I thought the uh, Dread remake was awesome. That was fantastic. Robo-Cop, Robocop remake was, good. was yeah. really good. Like, I kind of am digging these, dusting off the 80s action star stuff. Sure. Like, the you only know, Predator. Predator did not get No, so good. God, no.
1: Predator's a nightmare. I watched
0: Predator this last weekend. It was the
1: original. Yeah. Not Predator. The
0: original. What is it? Is it Predators?
1: Predators is yeah. the, the remake?
0: Yeah, uh, and it still holds up like a champ, man. Yeah, it was like one. I was I just put my oh, I not just put my kid to bed. But I put my kid to bed, and I was watching some TV, and it was like twelve fifty five, and whatever I was on HBO was coming to close, and it says next up Predator. I'm like, up. Oh, I'm up to God three. damn it! I'm up to <laughs> three fucking o'clock, and it was worth it, man. It was just so, be glad
1: the Godfather didn't come
0: on. Uh, if the Godfather came on, then I would have just like my yeah, son and family four. passed out on the couch that's actually never happened before. I was going to make a joke. If I was like, that's not something you joke about. This is something you joke
1: about. Sure. Uh,
0: Shane B says, I knew Jim was a sick man, but I didn't realize how sick until the tattooing story, dude. It was amazing. This man, it was incredible. Uh, I wish, I wish I mean, we there have had, been some epic
1: troll moments that I've had.
0: I wish we had that podcast where you fucking <sighs> almost had me in tears. <laughs>
1: uh and your and the ultimate them. troll is I, he deleted the podcast. So <laughs> I totally didn't do that on purpose. It's so. this legendary piece of bald move lord. No, I desperately wish we had that podcast. It was amazing.
0: Mm, yeah, I wish we had video for it too.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: Shane Bo, that's the other thing. Uh yes, you didn't mention Orange and New Black uh, in the summer class. Yeah, last month I reached out to all the ladies and they all said they're on board. So I'm gonna cool. do it. And I think. I'm going to try to thread the needle between our approach for House of uh, House of Cards, I almost at House of the Walking Dead, yep. uh, and and uh, last year's Orange and the New Black. I think I'm going to have two a week. Okay. Which I I guess I just will do two a week. <laughs> All right. Sure. So maybe once, but the thing is, it's like, man, one a week just. One week I state. know I know it's gonna fail because like what happened last year is we're getting really, really good ratings and interest in about week six <laughs> because that's be about how long the Netflix consciousness is yeah. everybody's either bi- if you care about the show, you have binged it and you've moved on. So keeping pace with the slow ass podcast feed just isn't in the cards. So I'd like to get two week out because I think it'd be more successful. It might kill me, so we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. My girlfriend doing like a, two, a third of the episodes helps out a lot because then it's not like I'm just doing my hermit shit. She's included. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Anthony B says Thor's Angels another great uh, core history cast. Highly recommended. That was my actual first one. Which one is that? Thor's Angels. It's about um, like the pre-Christian going to Christian times and like the Germanic peoples.
1: I don't think I heard that one.
0: It's really good. It's really hmm. good. Um, it's like he he likens them to like a motorcycle gang and the way they're organized. And, and hmm. but it's it's pretty okay. interesting to see like these pagans become Christianized. And it's it's another like three and a half, four hour podcast.
1: Single, what is the What topic. is the title all about?
0: It's called Thor's Angels, like Hell's Angels. Where's Thor factor in? That's a that was the people, old people, like the Vikings and the Visigoths and the Germans, my people. Okay, barbarians.
1: So they switch from <laughs> those types of religions to Christianity. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it, okay. it makes
0: it makes sense after you listen to his five minute roundup. I yeah, I would assume so.
1: But anyway, okay. whatever
0: uh michael Gs. oh my fucking god i my, he's gotten two ga- yaller horns in two 28 prison of elders events that's like the best rocket launcher in the game and i haven't gotten one yet so okay anyway he's too working. bad you can't trade yeah right <laughs> i'm i'm actually fine with that i yeah. fi- I finally got a decent exotic rocket launcher from the from zur last week so i'm i'm pretty happy
1: they need a real money auction house what they need she is
0: ge- geeky, says... And we need to get together and play sometime, because I would not mind chatting with you um, about, like, all of our shared backstory. But anyway, she says, my pet names for Destiny enemies are Shanks equals Skanks, of course. Yeah. I always call them Skanks. These other ones, ones are
1: a little more inventive.
0: Uh, Scions or Pissons. OmniGul is oh my fucking... Oh my fucky ghoul? <laughs> wow. Um, I always call OmniGul ghoul because I pretend that she's the Thrall's mommy. Hmm, okay i'm the ghoul anyway um and i don't fuck with her on nightfalls man it's not worth it it is really not worth it let's see just in case that speaking to prequels and then we're probably gonna have to get going uh if uh, speaking of the prequels this week if you were in charge of the overall treatment how would it play out man i'm talking not, about the star wars prequels i, I think so wait prequels he certainly
1: means sequels let's pre- wait what well, they were prequels. So he's saying if we could rewrite the prequels, I get, how would they play out? I mean, if you were in charge of the overall treatment, how would it play out? So here's the thing. I
0: don't think if, if let's just go to Star Wars prequels, cause I have thoughts on this.
1: Okay. I don't think there's anything
0: necessarily wrong with how they started the first trilogy. Like explaining how Anakin came to be and how he met Obi-Wan mm-hmm. seems like a perfect first act. You get rid of Jar Jar you make him like a you know like a 13 14 you didn't have a problem with the trade
1: blockade and all that shit
0: oh, well, yeah cuz that was all boring bullshit too but the the crux of the problem is you had Jake Lloyd as an annoying 7 year old why couldn't he be like a John Connor from T2 age okay. kind of like a little punk ass
1: too old to begin the training because
0: That's this, why he's <laughs> right so you would have that thing too uh-huh. but i just feel like that you know he was too fucking virtuous Darth Vader need to have an edge. And then by the second movie, they were just like giving him like douchebag stuff. Like he murdered a whole village full of sand people. Like Mm -hmm. that's the thing with George Lucas is like, this guy's virtuous, virtuous, heroic slaughters a bunch of indigenous people. Virtuous, virtuous, heroic slaughters a room full of preschoolers. Like there's middle ground here, man. There's gray area.
1: They killed his mom. Well, they captured his mom and she died. Yeah. I mean, that's why he goes full dark side. That's so I don't think that's something that necessarily
0: one does. Butchers like the women and children too. Really, <laughs> really, you go full Charles Bronson on the kids too, huh? Oh yeah, maybe the kids are up oh, there. Yeah. And you have to. I mean, they're all vicious, vicious sure. in a way. But anyway, so you 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 can have Anakin and Obi wan meeting in the prequel. Did he update, rewrite? Okay, um. And that's cool. And you make him a punk ass teenager. He's already got a little bit of edge. Plus it's more believable that he would fall in love with that Portman and less creepy second. Uh, and in the, in the, the first movie, clone wars breaks out second movies, all clone wars. It's essentially a buddy war film starring Anakin and you don't have to advance a plot. Your sole goal is to make us believe that Anakin and Obi-Wan are like fucking brothers. Yeah, that's the part I never bought. Older brother, younger brother. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do in that second movie. (laughs) The third movie is the fall of Anakin Skywalker, and because we see these guys are like brothers, we actually give a shit when they're fighting on the side of a a volcano. Mm -hmm. Also find a way of Obi-Wan and Anakin being driven apart at the end that doesn't make Obi-Wan look like a fucking dick. Like, I've sliced all your shit off, And your stump ass body is slowly rolling towards a volcano, or you're
1: slowly (laughs) bursting into flames. But you're the fucking asshole, Anakin. Don't you forget, you're the asshole. He had both the moral and physical high ground. (laughs) I don't know about the moral. (laughs) Like if I was, if I was Anakin, I'd be all Team
0: Vader too. Yeah. And then you know, if you had a convincing love story with
1: Anakin and Padme, that would have
0: all worked. Like I think everything works if you just make those subtle tweaks.
1: Yeah, I mean, ultimately, the the bigger problem I have with those is bad characters, bad acting, uh, use of digital effects for everything because they're digital effects and they're fancy. Well, that's uh, that. If that was the only problem, no one. No, would care. I mean, there are structural problems too. But like the bigger things that stick out to me are just the the. I, I don't know. It feels like. Star they spent Wars, too much money on graphics and not enough money on making the films good.
0: Well, I don't think it's money because if you look at Star Wars, a lot of the flaws of Star of the prequels are inherent to Star Wars. It's just the characters pulled it off like the actors, the Mark Hamels and the Yeah. the Carrie Fisher Pay some better world. actors.
1: Pay some better fucking actors. How like, do you get better actors than Ewan McGregor and Natalie Portman? I'm talking about Anakin. I'm talking about okay, sure. Uh the the characters who matter, the characters you want to identify with. Yeah, Ewan McGregor's great. I think it's mostly- uh, But he's given a bunch of bullshit. Hire better writers. Hire better... Yeah, but, but look, here's the thing. Look at Harrison Ford's performance in A New
0: Hope. Look at his performance in Empire Strikes Back. Okay. One, he was directed by George Lucas.
1: Uh-huh. Um, yeah, the other problem is George Lucas wanted his fat nose and everything. Really? Right? I mean, he was there top to bottom just saying, let's sell action figures. And, but, and also, he was making just shitty decisions. Like... Yeah it seemed
0: very like every time I watch the behind the scenes stuff, the prequels, it seems very depressing mm-hmm. because it's all these artists that has been their dream to come to ILM and work on a star Wars film. Mm-hmm. And they're putting their blood wet and, and, and their soul and their tears and everything into these models and these mockups and this art. And George Lucas just comes in as like with a stamp. is like,
1: mmm
0: mmm be gone yeah and you can just see like it's killing them every day to work on this project and especially once they find out like what this is being used for and like the film sucks and it doesn't make sense like i think it Mm -hmm. must be the worst
1: yeah no i mean but on the other
0: hand fuck those guys too because i will maintain to this day y'all knew what yoda looked like and y'all knew what Jabba the Hutt looked like and you made a turd on both occasions yeah so like i don't care if george luke's didn't give a shit Yoda should look like Yoda, and Jabba should look like Jabba, and you failed. You fucking failed. All right, sure. Doug Chang, you're 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 no Ralph MacQuarie. So there we go. Um, I feel like I got got all that out of my system. I feel like yeah.
1: I, I don't think it'll be the last Star Wars rant you ever have. <laughs> we'll see about the new J.J. Abrams. <laughs> That's, ones. The That's, That's the thing. I don't know. It looks cool. I I fully believe. Like if you had told me, okay, J.J. Abrams is either going to direct. A Star Wars movie or a Star Trek movie. I would have said, please don't let him do Star Trek. Let him do Star Wars. Hmm. He's much more suited to that stuff. And yeah, I, I, agree. I fully, I fully think and expect this next movie to be a really good action movie. And it doesn't really need to be anything other than that, right? I think it needs. Yeah, I, I mean that's mean, if I'm honest. I, that's the I thing about Star Wars, more. though. It was an amazing action movie when it came out. It wasn't it was. like super deep or, but like it was a, a new universe that people hadn't seen. It had a vision. It wasn't, deep. and it was super fancy. It wasn't deep, but it did. Every single
0: film filled you with some aspect of awe and wonder. And that's what I okay. think. It has to be yeah. decent action flick, but you have to kind of be like. Fuck, two suns. I've never even thought of that. Or like yeah. a giant worm living in an asteroid.
1: Or-, or a ship, like a massive ship within a massive Earth ship. Yeah. Like holy shit, this Tanta Four comes out of a superstar destroyer. Right. How big is that fucking thing? And then yeah, it's so- the Death Star of a space station as big as a moon? And and the
0: concept of uh being digested in a an alien that lives <laughs> on a sand, like an alien for that, like that kind of shit. It has to have those moments of just this grandiose space opera. That's it so much harder to do just, now. I agree. I agree. Cause we've seen it all right. But Like interstellar. Like, I mean, you know, I need a little bit of interstellar in my star Wars.
1: Okay. I'm behind that. Yeah. I think you
0: can do it. And I think these guys are the right people to do it. I think but, Disney
1: is the right company to do it,
0: but I will More say so that I am you. not letting myself look forward at all because yeah, because you got be, too burned by the prequels. It's already going to be bad enough, because I'm going to take my kid to it, and if he like shits on this film, and even a little bit, and it's not perfect, then that's going to destroy the experience for me.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Kids aren't nearly as discerning.
0: Well, the other thing is, like it's just weird, though, because I never in a million years occurred to me that I would be into Star Wars and my son would not be into Star Wars. Hmm. I, he doesn't really care about Star Wars, and it bothers me.
1: Do kids care about Star Wars? I don't think they do. Uh, kids do like, care there about was Star Wars. There's like Clone Wars. Wars and stuff, but, you know, video games, Minecraft, like, right. that type of shit is what kids care about. Which now. I get, you know, I, I totally connect to him on a video game level, but like,
0: I... My dad was kind of boring, and he didn't like sports, and he didn't like science fiction, he didn't like much of anything. He was raised by a very dour man, Depression-era man, and he became a very dour man himself. He's Lord
1: Grantham, essentially. <laughs> it,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but it never occurred to me that my son just wouldn't be into something that I was in that I perceive as being cool. But it's happened and it's weird. It's weird. But anyway, all right. Yeah, I'm 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 very just like guard up with Star Wars. Like it if it blows me away, then great. It is it is not yeah. it's incapable of disappointing me.
1: Okay. I'm not gonna let George That's Hurt a good be. attitude. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm not gonna let George me good. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us with another uh, on another lunch, at uh, another lunch with Jim and Aaron. We got to do a commission cast today and do some true detective work. We will be back next. We'll be back to Sunday, you know, for Game of Thrones, and next week for all that stuff, and next Friday for lunch, with Jim and Aaron. Yeah. Until then, I'm Aaron. I'm Jim. Have a pleasant weekend.